Well, 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 well. It is Wednesday, which means it's the time for people to hear when you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are anything your heart desires will come to you if your heart is in your dreams no request is too extreme when you wish upon a star as dreamers do that you guys was from one of my favorite Disney movies Pinocchio speaking of which this is into the Aaron verse so let's get going as I said before on Monday's show this is how the week is for you guys. And ain't nothing like a cup of good coffee to quench the thirst. As I said before on Monday's show, it is going to be a Disney-themed episode. First up, a lot of excitement is surrounding the launch in just a few short weeks of the streaming service Disney Plus. And in the past, I've given you a look into what's going to be featured on that show. I mean, on that service, such as The Mandalorian, starring Pedro Pascal, Giancarlo Esposito, Carl Weathers, and Texan native, uh, Texas native, Gina Carano. Also on Disney Plus is um, is um, a live action Lady and the Tramp, starring the voices of Tessa Thompson and Justin Theroux. Also. You get to see your favorite Disney films, like the ones that I, like the one that I just named, Pinocchio, along with Cinderella, Snow White, Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast, and more. And for you superhero buffs 
when um, the streaming service comes out, you're also going to get to see the arrival of several of the Marvel films that were on Netflix, such as such as Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and more. And speaking of Marvel films, I mean, yeah, speaking of Marvel films, how would you like to hear your favorite Marvel actors reinvent their roles in an animated way? Well, now you can in a series coming out in 2021 known as What If. For you first-timers trying to figure out the series, it will, this season, reunite all of the actors that you have seen in the past in the MCU such as Josh Brolin, Sean Gunn, who you will see in the Suicide Squad, directed by his brother, Chris Sullivan, Michael Rooker, Chadwick Boseman, and more. And one of and a couple of the storylines that have been discussed in the show are as follows. What if Peggy Carter, who was brought to life in the MCU by Haley Atwell, who you will see in Mission Impossible, Seven and I believe eight. Joining Tom Cruise. What if you, what if Peggy Carter got injected with the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers? He, uh, she, will be known on the show as Captain Britain. And in the MCU, or should I say, in the Captain America game, you get to see a little Easter egg um, in the Hydra base when Captain America goes to rescue the Howling Commandos. Which were in the movie. One of them played by actor Neil McDonough. Or Neil McDonough. Or however I said it before. Dumb. As uh, Dumb Dumb Dugan. But anyway, back to the Easter egg. 
in that game, you get to see a small nod to the original Captain Britain. Now, I know in certain events in the game Marvel Puzzle Quest, Dark Reign, you get to see Peggy Carter as Captain America. But due to the fact that Captain America is Steve Rogers, in the MCU, she will adapt the moniker Captain Britain. And I will get to Captain America soon. But anyway... Have you ever heard of the time that a Wakandan king would lead the Guardians of the Galaxy? Case in point, another one of the storylines that will be explored in the show will have Black Panther, who was played so very well by Chadwick Boseman, voiced the same titular character for an animated version of his Black Panther role. But this time, he will switch to be Star-Lord. Uh, Star and I believe in that episode, you'll get to see cameos of Kraglin, Taserface, and Yondu, among others, made famous by Michael Rooker, Chris Sullivan, and James Gunn's brother, Sean. Now, another, another storyline that they're going to explore in the show is what if um, what if Thanos actually became a good guy and joined the Avengers? Well, apparently that storyline will become a reality as Josh Brolin returns to voice the Mad Titan in, a, in an Avengers-centric episode. And to recap, who... is voicing all the members of the first season of um, Disney Plus. It will include cast members such as 
Haley Atwell, who played Peggy Carter in Captain America the First Avenger, Marvel's Peggy Carter, I mean Marvel's Agent Carter, and who made a surprise cameo in um, in uh, Avengers Endgame. Now, joining her will be Chadwick Boseman, who played Black Panther, T'Challa, Josh Bowen as the Mad Titan himself, Thanos, Dominic Cooper as Howard Stark, David Des Dasmalkin, who you will also see as Polka Dot Man, he plays Kurt on the show for Disney+. Plus. Michael Douglas returns as Ant-Man, Hank Pym, Karen Gillan returns as Nebula, I mean voices her character Nebula, Jeff Goldblum voices Grandmaster, Sean Gunn of course voices Kraglin, Chris Hemsworth returns to voice the God of Thunder, Thor, Tom Hiddleston as the mischievous Loki, Jaimon Hutsu will voice Korath, the Pursuer. Samuel L. Jackson will voice Nick Fury. Toby Jones, of course, will voice his character from the first Avenger, Arnim Zola. Michael B. Jordan, of course, will be Killmonger. Neil McDonough will be Dum Dum Dugan. Natalie Portman will be Jane Foster, Jeremy Renner as, as Hawkeye. Michael Rooker, Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, Sebastian Stan, Chris Sullivan, Stanley Tucci, Taika Waititi will be Korg. Abraham Arkson, Taserface, Winter Soldier, Hulk, and Ant-Man, respectively. Rounding it out will be Jeffrey Wright, who you will see bring um, Commissioner Gordon to life in The Batman. He will voice The Watcher for the Disney Plus series. Now, speaking of Marvel, another live-action series will be in the works for the Disney Plus streaming service called, called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That will feature Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie and Bucky Barnes, I mean himself, Sebastian Stan, voice their roles respective I mean play their roles respectively of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But joining them will be 
a couple of faces that you've seen before, such as Daniel Brawl, who played Zemo. You saw him in Captain America Civil War. And, of course, Emily Van Camp will return as Sharon Carter. Then you have Wyatt Russell. Play John Walker, the U.S. agent, on a show as well. But did I forget to mention to you that the young Russell is the son of a former MCU staple who played Ego, the Living Planet. I'm talking about Kurt Russell. First of all, I'd like to say I know you're probably listening, Wyatt. Congratulations on getting the role of John Walker. I cannot wait to watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. A couple of other series on tap for the for Disney Plus will be coming out in 2021 along with What If such as uh, this one which from what I uh, read will set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This features everybody's favorite characters. Paul Bettany as Vision uh, and actors. Paul Bettany as Vision. Kat Dennings returns as Darcy. Catherine Hahn, Elizabeth Olsen. Randall Park Fiona Paris, Wyatt Walker, and Emily Van Camp. WandaVision, as I said before, will set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And the only confirmed cast for that movie, which is going to be released on May 7, 2021, are, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange, Benedict Wong as Wong, and Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. Now, back to the final bit of info that I have for another series on Disney Plus called Loki. And it will be exclusive to Disney Plus. This is courtesy of imdb.com. 
This will be exclusive to Disney Plus and will premiere in the spring of 2021. Other series include Hawkeye. Which will see the return of Jeremy Renner to the role of Clint Barton. And this is an in development feature known as The Rise of Spider Man. Nothing confirmed on. On uh, the rise of Spider-Man. All I know is that it's in development, but it may be a Disney Plus feature. And for more on Disney Plus, stay tuned to future episodes as I delve into each feature when they get ready to premiere. Before we end, I would like to tell you that, yes, I did mention to you that Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth will return for Marvel's What If for Disney+. Plus. But before that, you'll get to see him Live and in living color in Thor, Love and Thunder. As Natalie Portman will take up Mjolnir and become the mighty Thor. And Chris Hemsworth will give her guidance as Thor. And the only other cast members of the movie so far are Taika Waititi, the director who will voice his character, Korg, and Valkyrie herself, Tessa Thompson. Personally, I cannot wait for the teaser trailer. To come out for this. And speaking of teaser trailers, yesterday, as a matter of fact, my beautiful bride and better half, Leah, sent me the link via YouTube to the Star Wars Episode 9 final trailer. I, however, watched it after she sent me the link to the Uh, to the trailer, and I literally was blown away. You get to see returning cast members such as such as Um, 
and eight maidens. And good luck to you, my dear. And here it is. Four, five. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ah, here we go. Like a man. Blank like a man. As, um... Carrie Fisher's, I'm sorry, the late Carrie Fisher's beautiful daughter, Billy Lord, as Lieutenant Connix, Lupita Nyong'o as, Ma, as Maz Kanata, Daisy Ridley will return as Ray, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, Mark Hamill, the man who made Luke Skywalker what it is. Will also return along with Poe Dameron himself, Oscar Isaac, Dom Domhnall Gleeson as General Hux, Carrie Russell as her character Zori Bliss as the release of uh, The Rise of Skywalker gets closer. I will find out more of what I can about her character. Also, Staples Jimmy V and Anthony Daniels will return as C-3PO and R2-D2 respectively. Richard E. Grant will be Allegiant General Pride and Ian McDermott will be the vicious Emperor Palpatine. Now, it is rumored that Ray's parentage will be revealed. I, however, am not privy to that information because it may change, it may not. But anyway, stay tuned to the release of The Rise of Skywalker as it hits as it gets ready to hit theaters December twentieth everywhere. Coming up Disney travel experiences and more from Walt Disney World including what to try what to try next on your first trip what to do and so on. Again, this is end of the air in verse, one hour in the books, and many more to go. Well, this is our, this is segment two. And when I said Disney World, I meant Disney World. Disney World is truly the happiest place on earth. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going to be getting ready to go on your first trip. And have I got some tips for you. Courtesy of Mr. Bonnie Cribs and his phenomenal course. Called Teach Me Disney. Fans will be able to <clears throat> fans will be able to 
go to Disney and learn all the hacks there is to joining I mean enjoying what you do while attending the park so check out teachmedisney.com or you can even find it in the link via Mr. Bonnie Cribs B-O-N-N-I-E-C-R-I-B-B-S on Facebook and he'll be able to tell you everything you want to know. Now, as I said before, I'll say it again. In 2017, I got married to my lovely bride, and for our honeymoon, we did go to Disney. It was a fully paid-for trip. The only thing that we had to pay for, I believe, was the tickets. And we went in October, which was the best time for us to go because... The airline that we were on was very affordable in the price. It was 115 there, 115 back. And thank you again to everybody, and I mean everybody, who helped plan our trip. We very we appreciate you very much. But any anyway. anyway Back to what I was saying. 2017, we were able to go on our honeymoon to Disney, and the trip was fully paid for. We booked our tickets through um, um, through um, a Spirit Airlines, which was a new airline that flown from Houston to Florida. And it was 115 there and 115 back. This by far will get you more bang for your buck. If you fly on Spirit, the only thing that you'll have to pay for is the the snacks and the drinks that they charge via your credit card. Now, as I was saying, the day of our honeymoon, we had to get up literally at the crack of dawn. For either, I believe, a 6.30 flight out of Intercontinental, or it might have been 7.30. But anyway, we got to the airport, all hopped up on caffeine, and courtesy of Miss Melissa Nally, thank you, darling, for taking us that day. We appreciate you very much.
um, that wonderful lady was the one who brought me and my wife to the airport. That way we could check in and get ready to go on the flight. So we got we got to the front. We got to the we got to the airport. We got checked in. And we went to our uh, gate. And we got, we got on board and we were on our way to Orlando International Airport. Now, you're, I bet you're wondering, oh, you had a long flight, 12 it got you there at a little bit after 12.30. No. It actually got us there at 10 something. But thank you to the fine folks at the Magic Express. They brought our luggage to um, the All-Star Sports Resort, which was where we had our reservations to stay. Now comes the next part of our Disney fun. We did not get a chance to go on the uh, we bleh, we didn't get a chance to do a lot of stuff but some of the things we did were this. Of course, we went around the time of the Food and Wine Festival, which was a which is a yearly event that Walt Disney World puts on, and tourists get to come and taste food from around the world and drink wine from vineyards around the world. Anyway, that's not the point of what we did. Of course, there was a lot of walking. A lot of walking. But that's not entirely what we did. Our trip was based on what we called a park a day. We didn't do a we, we didn't do the park hopper idea. We just did a park a day. And uh, we did a day in Animal Kingdom then a day in Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot. We did all four of the parks, but that's not all we did. We went to Disney Springs. Now, for my Texas listeners, 
What is Disney Springs? Well, if you ever been to the Tanger Outland Mall, realize that, I mean, think of the Tanger Outland Mall, but on a more grander scale. And I put it quite simply as this. The Tanger the Disney Springs is the Tanger Outland Mall on crack. This area, I mean, that area had everything, ranging from a movie theater, a bowling alley, top-notch restaurants owned by Wolfgang Puck, Masaharu Morimoto, and Guy Fieri, a Planet Hollywood, a Coke store, a bowling alley, and in that entire complex, they had a they had a um, theater for Cirque du Soleil shows. This, that area had everything. Now, a lot of you were wondering what are some of the restaurants they have. Well, I will get into some of those in a future episode. But also, comes the best part, in my opinion. The fact that I am um, bringing you this is because I'm trying to recall some of the stuff that I that we did. Oh, yeah. Uh, during one of the days in Disney Springs, we were approached by one person in a Disney Hawaiian shirt. And he represented the Disney Vacation Club, or DVC. Now, what that is, if I remember correctly, is that you get to earn points on, based on where you stay. I'll have to reread it to remember. But anyway... You get points based on where you stay, and then other people get to stay for free, but I'll have to reread it again. But anyway, we were approached by a gentleman in a Disney-themed Hawaiian, uh, in a Disney Hawaiian shirt. And we were shuttled to the DVC headquarters... And uh, we were treated like uh, kings. 
Also, we listened to about a five-minute, five or ten-minute video, and then listened to about a fifteen-minute or so pitch. Now we didn't sign up for the DVC, but to show that we were interested in the pitch, he gave us as a token of coming back. Um, a free $50 gift card, three free fast passes in adjacent in in adjacent to the ones that we already used, and free refreshments. Now, also. I bet you are also wondering one of the uh, what else is there to do at Disney? Well, there is a lot of stuff and a lot of rides such as the Avatar ride in uh, Pandora, which you will find at uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, what they will do is they will um, get you in line and They'll tell you to start moving around, and you'll be, quote-unquote, scanned as an avatar. And I will get to that other, and I will get to that other uh, event, I mean, a uh, fun thing, very shortly. But then you are going to be on a 3D ride through uh, Pandora on a Banshee. But it's a fun, it's a fun little ride. I, I liked it. And uh, my wife and I plan on going back again. And hopefully, we're going to go for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Now, another thing that we did was we did the safari on the Harambe Wildlife Preserve. The best time to do the safari is at night. When the sun goes down and all the animals get to come out and you're taken through uh, three areas of the preserve I mean the of the reserve which simulate the climates of several of the animals that they have like jackalopes rhinos 
giraffes, and more. And another thing that is a must that you need to try, but you got to get it without the rum, is the pineapple Dole Whip. Uh, it's basically pineapple soft serve ice cream, which is very good. Also, courtesy of the Disney Food Blog, one of the recent posts that I um, read is that there is a citrus Dole Whip an orange flavor, and I heard from several comments that they think that the, uh, this Dole Whip tastes just like a creamsicle. Well, personally, I cannot wait to try it. Now, if you're into shows they have the the tiki room uh, thing where you get to see all the birds in the animal kingdom uh, one of the days we were at Hollywood Studios we had the chance to go see no scratch that <laughs> When I said earlier that you will get to, uh, uh, that when you get in line, you will get scanned as an avatar, as a avatar, you will also get turned into an avatar doll. It's a 3D printing system that they have set up where people will get to sit in front of a scanner and they will have themselves turned into an avatar doll for $80. I don't know how much it is. I don't know how much it is um, now, but back when my wife and I went, we did not get a chance to do it because it cost too much and we didn't and we didn't have enough. Granted, it would have been pretty cool to have us turn into an avatar. Maybe in future trips to Disney we will get that chance. Now back to what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Um, another show that we saw while we were in uh, Hollywood Studios was the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. What they did was they recreated three scenes from the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I got to tell you that the Indy and Marion 
quote unquote, were so nice that they stayed behind and they let us take pictures with them. Speaking of Marion, the gal that they had play Marion in the show looked looked exactly like Karen Allen, the actress who played Marion in the film. I'm talking this gal looked like Karen Allen in the face. She had the height, everything. And we started chatting with them a little bit, asking them, you know, how how is it, you know, getting a chance to play characters made famous by Karen Allen and Harrison Ford, blah, 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 blah. But then they recommended us... Um, Try the um, Prime Time the 50s Diner, which was what we did. And we had respectively the meatloaf and the fried chicken, which were very, very good. But for a drink, even though I had water, I think, I had the PB&J shake. Now, what are you saying? Now, what are you asking? Is a PB&J shake? All I can tell you is that it was very good. And I can't get out of that wonderful staff who made the shake for me. But I will my next trip. Another thing that we did was we tried the oh the the diner in the Magic Kingdom, right in front of the uh, right in front of the um, the race the racetrack, and of course I had to go with the burger, but yeah, my lovely bride got the chance to try something that she ain't never tried before. The pulled pork mac and cheese. On top of the mac and cheese was a barbecue sauce drizzle and barbecue pulled pork. I personally thought that was good. And I know you're probably listening, babe. I will get that mac and cheese should they have it again. I know I can go on and on and on 
about what we did. But coming up next, I will tell you some travel tips to suggest for first-time attendees of Disney. Two hours in the two segments in the books, and one more to go. Again, this is into the Aaron verse. Let's try this again. What an episode! What an episode! What an episode! I thank you guys for listening. And I covered as much as I could, such as stories from Mouseland to Disney Plus News. Now, do you want to realize that this ain't all I'm going to tell you? I got plenty more. Where that came from next Wednesday. Such as more concerning Disney Plus, even more info, info, including your favorite treats, your favorite eats. And I promise you, I will give you the name of the restaurant. That I went to in front of Magic Kingdom. So, again, guys, I thank you for listening.